Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. The topic of today's podcast is why it's important to be more authentic in your life. But before we get started, I have a little something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. All right, let's dive in and talk about why it's important to be more authentic in your life. So this topic has been circulating around lately, and I want to share vulnerably with you um, how it's been showing up in my life in the hopes that it helps us be um, more connected and that it helps you be more connected to other important people in your life. So I have recently had two loving women talk to me about this authenticity as it pertains to me. They both approached me completely independent of each other and said that they notice in public settings that even if I am smiling, I have an aura of a shield of protection around me that they can sense. And I'm sure you kind of know what I mean by that. Like it's just, I might be smiling, but there just appears to be like this, maybe don't approach me kind of a look like this protection. And they said that once they started getting to know me better, they wondered why I was putting up that shield because it seemed to be the opposite of the true personality that they see that I have once they get to know me. And so that's a really good question. And I have definitely noticed this in myself. And I'm really grateful that this has come up so that I can work on it and so that I can notice when that protective shield goes up and try to let it go and just be me. And so I don't really know why I do it. If I had to guess, I would say that it would be to protect myself from judged, being judged by, by other people. And I think that's pretty true for all of us. I think many of us put up a shield to protect ourselves from being judged by others. But how funny is it that my shield is actually causing judgment? Now, these two wonderful women approached me in a loving manner, not in judgment, but I am certain that other people who notice it are judging me for it. These women were just gracious enough to come to me and say, hey, like, that doesn't match up with who we see that you really are. And so I think that was a really beautiful gift that they've given me, and I hope you, because now that we're talking about this, we can continue to talk about this topic in our lives And I wonder why we do that. Like if we're going to be judged regardless, like why do we do that? But I think it is because it's easier to be judged for a shield that we put up than it is to be judged for who we really are. It feels much more vulnerable and hurtful to be judged for who we really are. And I think for most of us, this putting up this shield starts pretty young and, you know, as probably we're going into school and having different experiences with people, you know, leaving the protection of our parents' home, that we might experience it. And I know for me, when I think about this, one example that comes up for me is actually the divorce of my parents, because I felt like 
I had to be one version of myself with my father and another version of myself with my mother. It felt like I couldn't be all of me with either one of them because I was afraid to talk about my mom in front of my dad. I was afraid to talk about my dad in front of my mom because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. They were already hurting. And so that's something that I think I did for for survival and to protect them, really, you know, protecting me from getting a negative reaction from them, from the pain of that, and then protecting them from having hurt feelings. And so that's just kind of one area that I remembered from childhood where that came up. And I want to um, be more vulnerable and give you another example of where I am aware that I don't let all of myself shine through. And you might relate to this too, but sometimes with my friends and acquaintances, I don't always share what I really think or believe for fear that they will think I'm dumb or plain wrong. Like you guys, this is this is true. Like, And I, I have images in my mind as I'm talking to you about this of times where I've done this in the past, but... For some reason, I, I feel like people think I'm smart when they first meet me. I have no idea why I think that, <laughs> but I'm afraid that the more I talk, the less smart people will think I am and that they will see the truth that I'm just average. I'm just a normal girl. And so I hide in an effort to blend in and be accepted. I don't know if you can relate to that. But another area that I sometimes hide is through my work as a life coach in this you know, podcast and um, putting things out there into the world because I'm afraid to put certain pieces of me out there to be judged by everyone. People can be so brutal, especially right with social media and everything. And what I've learned about that, though, is that I have to do my best to be myself so that I can live my mission of helping other women the best way that I know how, and that I can be true to myself. And I have to trust that God has given me a message to share with others. And I have to trust that God is using me and my experiences to help others. And I have to not worry about the people who don't connect with me. I have to be okay with it. We all do. I recently had a woman post a negative comment on a podcast that I did, and it really stung at first. But as I read her comment, I could see that she was really hurting. She was really hurting. And she came across my podcast looking for help, but it wasn't the help that she felt she needed. And so she felt the need to tell me that. But I could see through her words that she really is in need of some help. And I just really pray that she finds it. And so I told her so. I just replied back with love and told her that, you know, I I hope that you find the help that you need. You know, clearly this wasn't the help that she needed. But it feels scary, right, to put something out there, to work hard on something and to put a piece of your heart out there and to have somebody comment that it's bad or wrong. And so I think we're all protecting ourselves sometimes, right? But the thing we need to remember is that we are not for everyone, Our personalities will work for some people, but not for everyone, and that's okay. We can't let that fear of judgment keep us from being ourselves. I once heard the rule of thirds, and I'm sorry, but I can't remember where I heard this, but the person said that one third of people will absolutely love us, and one third of people will be sort of neutral, and the last third of people won't like us at all. 
that really helps me to think about it like that. Like we can't go out there trying to be everything to everyone. We just need to go out there trying to be our very best version of ourselves, our authentic selves. selves. So when you think about being authentic, there are three groups of people that we need to be authentic with. First, we have like our immediate family and very close friends. And then we'll have our extended family and friends and coworkers. And then out there in the world, acquaintances and strangers, people we don't really interact with all of that often. So I want you to imagine yourself standing in the middle of a circle of people. So right around you is a tight circle of people And those are your immediate family members and very close friends. Now imagine there's another circle of people outside of that group of people. That circle of people is your extended family and friends and coworkers. So they're a little bit further away in proximity. And then there's a third circle of people around you on the outside of your second group. And those are the acquaintances and the strangers. So you see the people closest to you are in that inner circle and the rest of them reach out from there. It's important to be authentically you with all three groups of people if you want to be truly authentic. Many people find it hardest to be most authentic with the people closest to them because they feel like there is much more to lose with someone close to you than there is with a stranger, right? And so for that reason, if you want to work on your authenticity, it might be easiest to start working on it with strangers on the outside of your circle and work your way in. So maybe you could start this week by smiling at the drivers in the cars going past you. Like, right, like these are people you don't even know, but just practicing smiling to the drivers in the cars. They may or may not see you, but you're practicing being you. You're practicing being happy and authentic. And then you could take it up a little notch. Maybe the next time you're in the grocery store, you could smile at other customers coming down the aisle. Maybe say hi, crack a joke. That, that, could, get, that could get interesting, right? Smile at the cashier who's checking you out. So working on those strangers out there and then once you have a week or two of doing that and seeing how it feels then maybe move in to the next circle maybe now you start being a little more authentic in your relationship with your extended family and friends and co-workers and knowing that this can be very gentle I'm not saying just go out there and you know give a huge laundry list of all of the things you haven't been authentic about because probably we're not really even that aware that we're not being authentic. It's kind of a subconscious thing, right? And so you don't have to drop any huge secrets or anything like that. Just like relax a little. Just breathe and try to be you. Try to let you be you and let your awesome self come out. And then when you're ready, you can start being more authentic with your immediate family. One, one example that comes to my mind on this might be, let's just say your faith life. Like say that you keep your faith life very private. Well, what would it be like to share this with one of your children or your spouse? Something, something from your prayer life, like something that you do just to help them know you better. Or maybe there's like some sort of a fear that you, that you have or something that you worry about. 
what would it be like to be authentic and share that with one of your loved ones? It's really important to be authentic so that we are being true to ourselves, right, first, and it feels better. Like you'll have so much more energy. You'll just, you'll just have so much more energy if you'll just be authentically you. So being authentic for us, but then being authentic with our immediate family and friends, it's where it's most important so that the people that we love most and love us the most know the true us. Being authentic increases our connection in all of our relationships and especially those that are most important to us. Doing this will, is going to like raise your, your joy and your happiness and your peace. Like it really will improve your life in all areas. It, it just it increases your creativity. It's such a beautiful thing. And it's really worth working on because God thought enough to make you exactly like you, right? I know that's something that we see on social media sometimes. Like there's not another you out there. And so we need you to be you, the rest of us in this world. We need to see your authentic you, flaws and all. And when I say you, I'm also talking to me. I want you to know that I'm going to be working on this with you. And also that this isn't a one-time project. And this podcast in you know, these brief few minutes is not touching on every aspect of this topic. I just wanted to open it up. I just wanted to start talking about it and to share it with you and to see if anyone else is thinking about this idea of authenticity. And I think that we will continue to work on being more authentic as we continue to grow and change and mature in our lives. And it's really important, you know I always say this, don't strive for perfection, like being perfectly authentic. Just strive for progress, gentle and easy progress, working on being our best selves every day, right? It's going to feel so good letting the real you shine through. And I know this is so much easier said than done, believe me. But if you would like to work on it with a coach, reach out to me and I would love to work with you and share with you what I'm learning, the things that I've learned over the years and help you come up with a plan for being authentically you. It's a beautiful thing. So thank you so much for listening in today. I really hope this was helpful. Let me know if you um, have any thoughts, any further thoughts on it and if you have any specific questions. Also, remember I have that free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care on my website and join us in the uh, Life Design community on Facebook. All right, friends. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week.